Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 18 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying, studying in the book of John, Chapter 1, in the week of January the 16th to January the 22nd. Today we're going to continue on um, and now we're going to have a look at some of the conversions of the, the disciples that start to follow Jesus, um, particularly as a result of John's testimony. Um, notice in verse 35 and 36, uh, it says, Again the next day, after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. So these two disciples were converted because they heard the testimony of John the Baptist. Uh, they were following John the Baptist. And I feel like I need to keep saying John the Baptist because, of course, we're in the book of John. And we're talking about John the Beloved in that case. But John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God. And as such, two of his disciples began to follow Jesus instead. Which, of course, is what John wanted, the Baptist. Because he said himself that he knows that he is not the the one who is going to save Israel and he is not he is the one that prepares the way. Uh, so for that purpose uh, that's why uh, he encouraged uh, this kind of change to following the Saviour. Uh, we then move into um, this, the disciples first interactions with Jesus and they say um, or Jesus asked them, what seek ye? Uh, and they asked, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted master, where dwellest thou? And Jesus answers with the response, come and see. Um, which, you know, I think is some is a response which we start to recognise is very familiar when we follow the Saviour. That he invites us to come and experience for ourselves, rather than kind of in, inform and... Uh, give the knowledge straight away, he asks us to experience, to find out, to, to learn for ourselves uh, by by doing, by following, and then by experiencing or witnessing for ourselves. Um, and that is, I think, uh, an important reminder uh, about how we ought to do the same with all of our uh, gospel learning and our experiences with the spirits that we ought to come and see for ourselves. Um, the two disciples that followed Jesus from that time, uh, it says in verse 2, one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Now, it's not mentioned uh, who the second person is. What we do kind of have to presume, probably, is that it is John. Uh, and this is because... Um, what we what we will find throughout this book of John is that John never refers to himself as an as a character in the story um, or the narrative. He refers to himself as the the disciple that Jesus loved, or that kind of phrase where he refers to this unnamed disciple. But often it is very much him, uh, and this is because John is trying to keep the focus off him as the writer and the experiencer of these stories and these uh, events. And instead, he's trying to keep the focus on Jesus. Remember, 
John's focus in writing this gospel is the Christo- the high Christology, the, the, the high divinity, the true nature of the Son of God that Jesus was. So the whole focus is on him uh, and trying to make sure that we are focused and everything points towards the Saviour rather than the person who is telling about his experiences and witnesses that he saw. Uh, and of course, John is one of kind of the, the three disciples, uh, Peter, James and John, who did witness indeed even more than the other disciples. So uh, this is an important um, account that we are delving into here. But referring back to Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, uh, it says in verse 31, he first findeth his own brother Simon and saith, and saith unto him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And when um, Jesus first meets Simon, he he says this, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. Um, what is interesting is that Peter receives a new name when he meets the Saviour. And of course we can talk about new names, we can talk about them of significance behind being given a new name, whether that be linked with ordinances in the temple or whether that be linked to being baptized and at the sacraments one of the things that we witness is that we're willing to take upon ourselves the name of christ being given a new name or a new identity is an important part of following christ and we see it here uh, with peter and we see it in numerous times uh, throughout the scriptures uh, you think of people like abraham who was orig- originally called abram uh, you think of Jacob, who was called Jacob, and then had his name changed to Israel. Um, it happens numerous times, and it indicates a new beginning, a fresh start, a focus, a perhaps a new um, an instruction that the person needs to know or hear about through this new name that is given. Uh, it can have a number of reasons and factors. Of course, yes, we see here that Peter uh, is to be called uh, a stone or pebble um, as they continue. So, yeah, I think that's uh, an important part of that there. We're going to stop there because we are starting to come towards the end of the chapter. We've got a couple more days to go in depth with this. So I'm going to pause there, kind of where we are at the seven minute mark again. Uh, please do join us tomorrow. We'll continue focusing in on these various parts of the uh, the of the account. Uh, please do share what you've studied on the Facebook group, Church Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again. <laughs>